Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Married to Reality. I'm your co-host, John, here with my wife and co-host. She's a 33-year-old horny lady who just wants a guy or a girl to go down on. Satisfaction guaranteed. It's the one and only Teresa. Hello, everyone. How's everyone doing? And I hated that intro. Oh, no. Sucked. Oh, no. First of all. Don't tell people my age. <laughs> you were the one who gave it away. People would have just thought that was the the ad on the escort site. Okay. Well, maybe I'll put one out. Oh, really? Yes. That's how bad that intro is? That yes. You're going to leave me over that intro? Yes. Okay. Maybe. I don't know. Oh, my I gosh. Think, I have to think about oh it. Oh, my gosh. I think maybe we have to start <laughs> over. Woo. I, I feel usually happy. Your, usually your intros are good, but this one really sucks. Oh, no. It was just bad. Oh, no. Horrible. This is no way to you start. did not do a good job. This is no way to start an episode. <laughs> I'm, I'm struggling. I'm trying to think quickly if there's if there's something else worth introing. You you should pay me for this podcast. Like you should pay uh, me I do like, pay you for this podcast. Well, you should pay me out of your pocket $300 an hour for podcasting with you oh, for that deal. intro. It's a deal. No, here here's why this intro I I like so much because No, <laughs> you don't. For me this is good news. This is the best news that, that I'm a I'm a hoe that sleeps with guys and girls no, for money. No. No, no, no. I'm speaking about Tyree. Oh. I'm speaking about Tyree here. <laughs> Tyreza, if you will. Um that was pretty good. <laughs> I really hate you right now. That's pretty good. Are you t- Okay, now I really hate you. I don't know if what? I want to podcast with you. What do you mean? You just called me all kinds of things. This is you called me a slut. Do you know how you I... told me that? No, I did not. Do you yeah, know you how... told me that I'm, I may be a little, a little overweight, like our what? friend Tyre. You called no. me a Tyreza. Well, I'm trying to dig myself out of this hole. You cannot. <laughs> don't you understand how my intros work? You are paying for dinner with your money, no. not our money. Don't you understand? Your how... money, Teresa. Now I can't. <laughs> Help but say Tyresa. Don't you understand how these intros work? I, I watch the episode and I take I extract something that I could spin a little bit and, and put your name there and, and out of out of the whole yeah. one hour and thirty minute long show, yeah. this is what you got? Well, we're on it time. Sucks. We're on time crunch here. I didn't no, have long- I ha- I hated it. You should Ugh. come up with a new one right now. <laughs> Can't. Do it. Okay. Well, I'm gonna get a second bed so we could sleep in separate beds like Misha and and Whatever heard. We may, because I don't know if I want to share a bed with you unless you're paying. That's how I feel about it. (laughs) 
<laughs> um, no, I'm, I'm just excited because I think this is the best case scenario. This is the best outcome from for Tyree. The fact that there's a chance he could actually sleep with the woman he thought he was talking to. She's, oh. an, ex- she's an escort. He could. He there is now a chance that he could meet up with her. She's in the town over. He could slap some cash on the table and fulfill his fantasies. No one ever thought that would be possible an episode ago. His fantasies are not sleeping with her. It's talking to her. He wants to talk to someone. He takes care of his... Listen, he's alone. He takes care of his elderly mom sharing a studio apartment. He wants to talk to someone. He He doesn't want to bang someone once and be done. But think about this. He could... He could continue talking to Christian, but then he could actually fulfill the sexual nature of that relationship. That's very complicated. By banging this escort once That's or twice. That's very complicated. Oh, okay. I'm just, I'm looking at the silver lining. I'm looking at the bright side of things. Yeah, I know. Take yourself out of that intro for a second. Forget that you're upset over the intro. No, I and cannot. And just think, think about the beauty that is Tyre getting to make love to the woman who he thought he was talking to for four He's years. He's not going to because he I will start a GoFundMe. However much this woman costs, I will start a GoFundMe so that he can fulfill that fantasy. He deserves it. Don't you think Tyree deserves it? I don't think so. He deserves to wake up from this bad dream and move on with his life. Yeah, it's a nightmare. I mean, the fact that he thinks that, oh, wait a minute. She's, she lives a town over, but she's an escort in Barbados. (laughs) <laughs> Maybe she was in prison. That's the bam. I mean, no, he he needs quite the a, imagination on this young man. He needs a slap in his face so he wakes up, and I mean it with love. Yeah. Listen, I feel bad for him, but him banging this girl and then falling in love again True. with someone who doesn't want to be with him—that's even worse. True. So far, your takes today are horrible. Yeah, a couple of bad takes. Let's see if I can turn this thing around. I don't know if you can. Well, I'm I gonna mean, try, Teresa. I'm gonna I try. think next time I'm going to start in doing the <laughs> intros. I'm the one over here doing all the work, and now oh. I'm paying you. About myself. Okay. Well, so write something down, slip it over here. And <laughs> if no. at any point in this episode you feel like, oh, that would have been a better intro, please, by all means, don't do it now. We're going to go through an entire episode. If, if whatever we land on at any time in the episode, if you think that's better, well... Let me know, and I, and I will take it back. And not that we're going to redo it, but I'll say you're right. That would have been better. I'll what, admit what it. What would have been better? If you come across something where you go, now this would have been a better intro. Here is a better intro. Are you ready? I didn't even look at my notes. Okay. Okay, you can be like, I'm here with the one and only Teresa, who also came to my parents' house, and there were two beds. We did not put them together, but she jumped into my bed, and we cuddled all night. Okay, well, I, I was going to address that when we got to that part of the episode, but... Okay. Very, very poor so far. All right, I'm sorry. Well, <laughs> can we talk a little business real quick? Ugh, okay. A little, I, uh, this is important, Teresa. This actually is important, so guys, don't fast forward over this, because this is <laughs> this is this is big news for us. Okay. A lot of you guys have asked. We have delivered. We are now on Supercast. Woohoo! We are on Supercast because, yes, a lot of you guys have asked, but because what we're going to be covering on the premium side of Married to Reality, we think is a pretty big deal, and we think a lot of you guys are going to want to hear it, and so we wanted to make it as easy for you guys to get as possible, and so we signed up for Supercast, MarriedToReality.Supercast.com. 
Right now, it's only the Cousins Club level, which is the audio level. You'll get the weekly episode, the weekly audio level. And it's going to be, starting next week, the other way. What? 90 Day the Other Way. Already? Already. There is I can't a- believe that, but I'm excited. So we know a lot of you guys are excited about that. We know a lot of you guys are on Supercast. It is super easy. Yes. No pun intended. Uh, all you got it takes like five seconds. I've signed up for a Supercast before. It takes like five seconds. You can get it right to whatever device you're listening on, whatever app you're using. It's super easy. Again, it's going to be the audio only at this point, but hopefully sometime in the near future we'll figure out how to get video yes. over there. And th- just so you guys know... Supercast will be the same as Patreon. There won't be anything extra. It's just right. some of you are Supercast users and you ask us about it. Yes. So we have two now. So you take your pick. Take your pick. If you want video, well, then for sure the yes. Patreon is still cooking with the video. We'll be doing the other way video pod over there. The audio also on the Cousins Club level. Supercast, if you sign up now, you'll get all the episodes that ever appeared on the Patreon. You'll get it at the... At the $6 Cousins Club level on Supercast. So, yes, you'll be getting the future episodes, but you'll also be getting like 200 plus old episodes. And July is, well, a couple of weeks ago was our three anniversary, which we didn't really address because you were away. Guilty. But we are going to celebrate it in July. All right. By recreating our very first podcast. Why is nobody talking about this? With T and Rex. With T and Rex. I used to go by the <laughs> stage name Rex because like, Teresa's obsessed with dinosaurs, dinosaurs. and so we, we thought were, it'd be funny. We were T-Rex. We thought it'd be funny to be T-Rex, but <laughs> <laughs> that's only one of the major disasters that was that podcast. <laughs> but we decided to recreate it for you guys on the Patreon and Supercast yes. as a bonus to celebrate our anniversary. Yes. So that will be coming to the premium channels. But again, Supercast, you can join super easily. MarriedToReality.Supercast.com. It's the Cousins Club level. Check it out. Also, Patreon.com slash MarriedToReality. Again, the other way will be starting over there shortly. And right now, you can sign up for a free week on both Patreon Woo! and Supercast. We're doing free trials for a week. So try before you buy. Check it out. Give Check it, a, it out, guys. Give it a chance. All right. Also, Instagram, at Married Reality Pod. Message us over there. We do some memes once in a while. It's a fun time, at Married Reality Pod on Instagram. Make sure you're following wherever you're listening, uh, the free feed. If you want to make sure you get the episodes as soon as they drop, you want to make sure you're following. So it's so easy to do. You just look down and smash that follow button. Guys, smash it like it's, it's hot. It's, okay, as hot as... I forgot to See, it's hard. It's hard work, Teresa. It's no, not- it's not. I had it ready. I just no. couldn't water it well. As hot as our big news about Supercast. Oh, all right. <laughs> See, we both have pretty rough intros this episode. <laughs> well, I was going to throw it back at you, I and you I were. just couldn't figure it out. Yeah. So It was going to be like a double negative. You're going to yes. be like, as hot as John's intro wasn't, and it wasn't. Yeah. You know, oh, that's, that's good. Guys, no, no, as no, 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 hot no, that's not good. as John's intro was not. Yeah. All right. Well, smash it, please. <laughs> and last but not least, if you could leave us a review, it would make our week, perhaps our month, depending on what you write. If you leave a five-star review, we'll read it on this podcast, Ooh. the very one we're doing right now. Speaking of reviews, I got one, a new one. I want to read it, Teresa. Okay. If I may. Do, do, please. Okay. This <laughs> review comes to us from our friend Agla T. 
Hello, Aglatee. Aglatee, I could be butchering that. Um, five stars. Titled, Love it. Fantastic. Ooh. So glad I discovered your funny, clever, and always so entertaining podcast. Keep up the good work. In parentheses, P.S. As a fellow European, love the accent. Woo! I love that. You see? Agla T. I think, thank you, Agla T. And thank you for bringing up my accent because I'm always a little nervous about it. But the love helps me to really get it out there. Mm-hmm. Forget about me trying to get rid of it. I might emphasize it moving well, forward. I wouldn't emphasize it, but maybe embrace it. <laughs> well, <laughs> you're, you're not good at accents, so if you were going to even overemphasize your own accent. Did you hear me shitting on you in British English for not knowing how to drink uh, tea? Yeah, we, we cooked up a couple of teas before we sat down to record this pot, and I put an ice cube in my tea because okay. it was so piping hot. I, guys, I need something to sip on. Guys, I finally taught John how to make a proper tea. Please call me Rex. <laughs> we have a kettle. We have a nice kettle, right? That you just boil the tea. That's how we do it in Europe. It's very English. And my parents have a kettle. And it's just so like, I feel like I'm a child again. Because once I got pissed and I touched it and Ooh. I burned my hand. Yeah. Yeah, because my mom was like, don't touch it. And I got mad, touched it. Yikes. But anyways, brings me right back, right? Mm-hmm. And so I finally... Got him to make tea the proper way. And guess what he does after? I he drops to, an ice cube in it. Cause it's baby steps, Teresa. I used to throw, I used to fill up a mug with water, throw it in the microwave for a Ugh. minute 30 and, and call it a day. Ugh, you guys gave him shit for it already. So now we're, now we're boiling over here and I got to yeah. put him ice. I, we're going to be done by the, with the podcast by the time this thing is cool enough to drink. We're talking about, I'm sipping my tea already and I did. Put, I put zero ice cubes in Yeah, because you've calloused your tongue over the 30 plus years of you <laughs> drinking, boiling, scalding hot tea. My my tongue is sensitive, Teresa. Okay. You got to learn. I got to burn. <laughs> All right. Okay. That's the business. What do you say we do a little 90 day by the way? Well, they better be done your intro. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know what? I got a lot on my plate over here, Teresa. A lot on my plate. Okay. I don't know what you're doing over there besides insulting me. What are you talking about? I am helping you to improve. A lot of insults over there. All right. No. I Listen, think you're, honesty, yeah. honesty. Best policy. Is, yeah, I was going to say a best friend. but <laughs> 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 I knew it wasn't. I knew that wasn't the saying. Yeah. All right. 90 day, by the way. Number one. This is old news. Okay. This is old news, but I just learned about it. And I think you're going to be interested in this. Okay. As some of you know, our Family Affair bonus on Patreon last month, we recapped the pilot episode of Darcy and Stacey's first foray into reality television. Woo-hoo. It was a, a 2010 attempt at a, at a TV show called The Twin Life. Okay? <laughs> we recapped it. If you're interested and you're not on the Family Affair level on Patreon, get on over there. It was a fantastic time. Fantastic. So during my research for this bonus... I discovered something else. What? Have you ever heard of the Bravo television reality show Millionaire Matchmaker? No. Okay. Years ago, I don't know how long ago, 15 years ago, maybe more, there was a show called Millionaire Matchmaker. It starred Patty Stanger, who was a matchmaker. No idea. She worked in the world of of millionaires and wealthy people looking for love. Is her name Patricia? Probably. Mm. Well, great show. I loved it. It eventually was canceled, though. 
Bravo okay. said no more. Okay. Well, they spun her off or she spun it off into a different show called Million Dollar Matchmaker, which was on the We TV network. Okay. Who did? Hmm? You said the Patty. She, oh, Patty. Oh, oh, right? Patty. She went okay. from Millionaire Matchmaker to Million Dollar Matchmaker. Okay. Well, guess who was looking for love on Million Dollar Matchmaker? Darcy? Darcy. Oh, wow. I mean, I'm not surprised that it wasn't Stacy because I think Stacy is more reserved. Mm-hmm. So the year was 2016. Wait, she was already on 90, wasn't she, in 2016 I mean, or maybe 2017? Maybe it was filmed in 2015, but I think it aired in 2016. Okay, so. because she was on 90 Day, the first season of The Other Way. Or was it before 90 Day, one of them? Yeah. In 2017 with Jesse. It was not the other way. So it was before. I think it was before yeah. the 90. Yeah. Um, in 2017, you said? Yes. Yeah. So she was she was dipping her feet back into reality TV. So this was 2016. Darcy was one of several single women who was on this episode vetted by Patty and her staff for a potential date with Scott Baldwin, who was the man, a 46-year-old ex-Marine and father of a 10-year-old daughter. Okay, was he a millionaire? He must have been. He must have been if he was on Million Dollar Matchmaker. So Darcy, she she was shown a couple of times this episode. One of those appearances, Patty was talking to her, asking, how would you like to date a man who is in his 40s and has a gorgeous, adorable daughter? And Darcy says, oh, I love children. So that was really it. She only got a couple quick appearances, moments on television. but. There you go. Once again, it just shows you never give up on your dreams. I guess. Even if your dream is just to be a reality TV star. Never give up because look how it's panned out for her. Do you think they make a lot of money now? The Silva Sisters? Yeah. Yeah. I, I guess. Yeah, but why is she on OnlyFans? That's what I'm kind of, or is that why, how she makes a lot of money? I think, let's be honest here. This is a a fleeting moment. This is a 15 minutes of fame situation. She's not going to be Darcy Silva the way we know Darcy Silva in 10 years. Yeah. So you got to get all the money you can when you can invest it, make some wise business decisions and then ride it out because I don't think she's going for an office job. In 10 years. Well, oh, she's not. I mean, when her star fades. She's a company. What are you talking about? I just think she's going to be irrelevant in 10 years. So get as much money as you, you can. You think so? Oh, yeah. Come on. Think about it. She's only been relevant. What you said? 2017. 20, so she really popped. 2017, 2018 was the start of it all. So four years, four or five years. And there's already a lot of people who I think are kind of. Like six years, if I, if I may correct your math. Correct it, please. Yeah. Six. It's 2023. Yeah. Okay. But I think there's a lot of people who are already sick of her and tired of her. And they're like, enough, Darcy. Enough with the surgery. Enough with the no, young men. Enough. Keep it going. Oh, we're, we're addicted. <laughs> we're absolutely addicted. But I just think how many more years can she do this? Mm, that's a good point. Right. I guess. I mean, yes, I'm sure they're banking a lot, but they're also spending a lot. They sure. Well, they all live together in that one house. I don't know. I think they're spending less than But look think. at all the like, shitty stuff. Like all those people. Purses and sunnies and that's that's thousands of dollars right there. Yeah, yeah. All well, right. We'll see. I, I will watch and report on her as long as she graces our television oh, screen. Oh, please. <laughs> we need uh, more. We, we need, need more. more. I really hope that next time we go to Connecticut, which I don't think will be until the Thanksgiving, I want to go to the restaurant. Maybe they'll be there. Let's go. Oh. Let's go. All right. 
That's by the way, number one. By the way, number two. And thanks to our friends Jane and Dahlia for the tip yes, on this. Yes, thanks, ladies, as always. This story. So I think it's safe to say Scott from Love and Paradise and Liz didn't work out, right? That we still have one more episode to go over there. But Scott is back looking for love. Okay, let me just say this. Watching Scott with Lydia, there was a part of me that felt bad, right? That's like, oh, it's not working out for him. He was heartbroken before. But then we meet his ex. Liz. Liz. And she freaks out and leaves. <laughs> Within 10 minutes of being Which together. Which means like he did or say something creepy. He was trying to And bang. ever since... All these little things keep popping about him that he just gives me the creeps. He's coming on too strong. That's yeah. as, that's as simple as I can word it, I think, is he comes on too strong. And he's doing it once again, this time with Tiffany. Oh, did you watch the video? I watched the video. <laughs> there is a so here we go. He's shirtless, of course. He's filming himself. And he's saying how beautiful Tiffany is. Muy bonita. How how badly he wants to go out with her, how, how much he wants to make her smile. And yeah, it's pretty creepy because it's 2023, just slide into her DMs like a normal guy. Well, he thinks, I think he thinks a lot of himself. He did before the show. Yeah. You know, in the intro saying how, she, how he bangs all these women, right? Mm-hmm. Now, post show, he probably thinks, okay, I'm a star now. So I'm just going to, I might just show you myself. Sure. And it was just so creepy. If, if not creepy, cringy. Yeah, for sure cringy. I mean, she did marry Ronald. So, I mean, she doesn't have the best <laughs> so taste you're in saying men. there's a chance. Listen, I, I like Tiffany. She's beautiful. I like the way she's being a mom. Like, she's that's all a great. businesswoman. Yeah. Oh, I've, I really like Tiffany. But yeah, her choice in men from Ronald, not too good. So please don't go down this rabbit hole and end up in Florida. Well, Tiffany obviously caught wind of what's going on, yeah. right? We all did. And as the good social media influencer that she is, she's playing along with it. So she posted a video of herself saying, all right, here's the deal. I heard what Scott's got to say. I saw the video. If this video that I'm posting right now, if it gets a thousand comments I'll go on a date with Scott under one condition. Scott allows me to put a face full of makeup on him. They're doing this together because she tugged him. There was a shared post. Right. And I think, as I said, as the good influencer that she is, this is a promotion for her cosmetics line. She owns a makeup line. She's saying, if I can put a face full of makeup on him, I'll go. The video's got over 10 over a thousand comments. Okay. So it's happening. It looks like we're going to get a date. All right. Well, I hope it's just for business and she's gonna not going to get any ideas about our friend Scott because, yeah, he's a little cringy. A little cringe. Yeah. Let's see. We'll, Let's we'll see. stay tuned. So there you go. By the way, one and two. Thank you again for everyone who's sending the stories in. Thank you, Jane and Dahlia, for that story. Yes, thank you, guys. John needed it because this week, so far, so far, I mean, he's getting there. Come on, Teresa. I had to to make one more comment. I'm done now. All right. Let's do it. The reason (laughs) we're here, not to shit on me, but to shit on these couples. Sunday night, 90 Day Fiance, before the 90 Days, episode five, perhaps... Dare I say, my favorite episode so far of the season. It was great. And we had all the couples, didn't we? 
all the couples. And apparently, we're just getting started. There's more. There was, yeah, we're getting more couples, Richard. I have something to say about, but that's going to be in the next episode. The gift that keeps on giving. Beautiful. All right. Let's start. First and morning Nicola. in Israel. Oh, yes. yeah, sorry. Ricola. <laughs> Uh, first morning in Israel and everyone calm down. God is still proud of them. But they did some handy stuff and I think I think she definitely touched his penis and You think so? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. But like over over clothes. Over the pants, touching. Yeah. Over the pants yeah. petting, heavy petting. Yeah. Yeah, we, we heard that Misha did the old Teresa and popped out of her bed and into Ricola's twin bed to do some cuddling in the middle of the night. It's the best. I, we've told this story, but to make it a standalone podcast, we can tell it very quickly again. You tell it. Was it the first time you came over my Yeah, first house? time. So we've been dating for six so, months. So much for me telling it. <laughs> <laughs> well, let me start. We've been dating for six months and, and John decided it's time for me to meet the fam. My parents. Time. I decided it's time for, for you to meet my parents. Yeah, yeah that, that's what I thought. They're meeting That's what the I parents. Thought. That's what I thought. Got there, already crazy rush on my body. I think you were nervous, I guess. I think I also have sun allergies. You so. had hives like up your neck. We spent all morning in New York going to H&M, other stores trying to find a collared shirt that would cover it. But because it was also very hot, so something I wouldn't yeah. sweat like a pig. Yeah. So anyways, now you take it. So <laughs> we got you the right shirt. We hopped on the train. We went to Connecticut and we walked into the house. And you met my parents. Yes. It was very nice. It was very nice. Your dad was definitely like... Judging you. <laughs> not judging, but he was like trying to psychologist me. Mm, that's a Evaluate word. me. Yeah. He, was evalu- he always evaluates me. I evaluate him too. You guys are evaluating <laughs> each other now. Um, but I walked into the dining room and I, and I saw that... Woo, what is the Passover Seder coming up? Why are there so many chairs around so this table? So many chairs. And a tablecloth on. And I said, Mom, what's going on? And my mom said, well, it's Father's Day weekend. We're having the family over to celebrate. (laughs) And I was like, oh, right. So Teresa didn't just meet my mom and my dad that weekend. She met my sister and my grandma and my uncle and my aunt and my uncle. And I met so many people. people. I guess it was better because we just ripped the bandaid off. But uh, I didn't plan on it. I'm pretty sure I wore the same shirt. I think so. Yeah, because of the hives and I didn't bring anything like fancy. But anyways, not to get sidetracked, at that point in time, I had, I I grew up with bunk beds. I don't know why I didn't have a brother. My sister had her own room, but I wanted bunk beds. I liked (laughs) options, I guess. And my parents didn't get me an adult size bed. They just took the bunk beds apart and put them not side by side, but like one and a dresser than the other. So it was two twin beds and too small for two people to sleep in. So that night, Teresa and I went to bed in separate beds. Well, we didn't. We cuddled in one first and then oh. you said you're a hot yeah. and you're going to sleep in your own bed. Yeah. And so I kicked Teresa out and over to the next twin bed. And then I woke up in the middle of the night and I was like, what is that? It's warm. And <laughs> Teresa was like bear hugging me from behind, cuddling me. And she had snuck over into my twin bed in the middle of the night for some yeah. heavy petting. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> yes. Literally. So, okay. Now Misha's saying, well, this is the first relationship I've ever been celibate in. So there's this disconnect. I'm, I'm used to the physical and the emotional. I need to figure out how to close this gap. But they did. 
did. She said they cuddled, they did the petting, they did all kinds of things besides the banging. So And Misha wants to continue down that path. She wants to figure out how do we be hot and cute without getting yeah. all hot and heavy. Mm. That's what she needs. That's the dance she needs to figure out yeah. how to do. So, all right, we cut to one hour later and Nicola is going to show Misha around town. Yes, it's the God Tour. It's the God Tour. First stop, Mother Mary's Water Fountain. Yes, and Misha's loving it, but she didn't come here to see all this. She came here to see Nicola. And that's that was my first thought before she even said it. She's feeling like, I'm on a field, like this is turning into a field trip. This is turning yeah. into a sightseeing tour, and Nicola is my tour guide. Nicola's thinking, well... These holy sites, they're going to bring us even closer. She loves God. She loves me. Bada bing, bada boom, put them together. Because here's the thing. There is only one thing they have in common, and it's God. Mm. I don't think there are any hobbies or anything because... Uh, well, God is is their life. Yes. So that's the glue that keeps them together. Hobby Lobby. All right. <laughs> <laughs> but so Misha's feeling, well, this is great. I love seeing these sites, right? While I'm yeah. here, let's, let's see some sites. But who I really want to see and what I really want to do is meet your family. Nicola, that's not on the tour. Well, he didn't tell his family about her, it seems like. Mom doesn't know. No one knows. And it's all because she is a divorcee. I don't get how this guy is not shouting from the mountaintops about this woman. Ricola. I don't get it. I don't get it. like he he should be so fired up that he got this woman that he wants to tell everyone. I don't think he cares about her looks. Okay. I mean, obviously he got lucky. She's okay. Go- she's gorgeous, but I think. Are you kidding God- me? Do you know how much baggage comes with with Misha? The looks are the reason he's able to look past it. In his mind, baggage. Not in my mind, baggage. In his mind, baggage. Well, I think. He just, of course, he likes the way she looks. I'm not taking that away. But I'm saying, like, if she maybe was less hot, but still disconnected to God, I don't think he would care. Okay. I mean, listen, he is really not good looking. He's not terrible looking, but he's definitely not good looking. He's average to, like, maybe a notch below. I think he's average looking. He's below average looking. Let's just put it out there. He's. I think he's average looking. I... And I said it before, and some of you guys messaged us and you agree with me. He does look like he smells like church. <laughs> yeah, but that's a turn-on for Misha. I guess. It's a turn-off for everyone else. Well, for some some people. Well, all right. They get back to the hotel, and Misha's like a little bum. She's a little, she's sad. She's laying in bed. And this is where she goes, oh, as much as I want to see Israel, I'm not here to vacation. I'm here to meet you and get answers. And I agree with her, but also what are you good what else are you going to do kind of thing? I support going and sightseeing. That's how you get to know someone through activities, but maybe sure introduce her to family yeah. and friends first so that she can feel comfortable and confident that she's not a secret and then she can go enjoy the sights. Yeah, I think this this is a little complicated because Misha is divorced, which is not accepted by his religion, but it's not even accepted by his mom's culture, who is Arabic, right? Right, right. No, so that's what he's got to deal with, but he should have been dealing with that before she arrived. And I 
I guess she didn't totally know how much of a secret she was. I'm not getting on a plane and flying to another country if I know that I'm a secret. Listen, he's 46 years old, virgin. Forget the virgin. He's 46 years old. Yes. Why do you care about what your parents think? Because Just tell them. This is the way he was raised. Yeah, but it's bullshit. The, but the longer, at, at some point, at some point, you got to grow no, up. No, the longer you go feeling this way and thinking these things, the harder it is to change your mind about this. Because he's 46, I think it makes it harder. If he was 26, he would go, you know what? Screw it. I'm 26, mom. This is how I feel and this is what I want to do. He's been living his his entire life for so long in fear that he's just even more fearful than ever now. I can't believe he didn't bang for 46 years. I know. I need to know more about the heavy petting session and what happened downstairs and all this sort of, like, I hope there was room to masturbate in that, Jesus. in that cluttered room. I don't think he does that either. Oh, he does You it. think so? Yeah, he does it. Probably. Probably. So okay. basically they're talking and Misha's like, I think you're embarrassed of me. There's something that's keeping you from telling your family about me. And Recall is like, go to bed. You're tired. That's why you're saying these things. You're the most cute when you're mute. Oh. Ooh, I mean, not a bad rhyme, but a bad thing to say. And then he tells her she needs to relax. Ricola needs a date or like a dating class. He needs to learn how to interact with women. Oh, with he people. sure does. But he doesn't. That's the thing. It's like he all he needs is to know how to interact with God. And that's it. Yeah, but God doesn't talk back to him. I mean, maybe he does. Listen, on uh, Match Me Abroad, someone's talking to angels. That's so true. You never know with these 90 dayers. You got that right. <laughs> but it's just communication is the issue here between the two of them, between Nicola and his family. And he's trying to silence Misha. It's like, don't silence, talk. Just yeah. talk. You need to talk. Talk to everyone. Talk to. Misha, talk to your family and everything will be easier. Well, it goes back to the way he grew up and the way he was raised. So yeah. I don't think he is all for equality unless that's what God's saying. I think he's all for what God is telling him. Yeah, I don't I don't know exactly. He's he's scared. Because he said he's like when she asked if his brother knows about her. And he's like, well, it's it's nowhere in the Bible that I need to tell my brothers about you. True. Like he's going, he's using God and the Bible not to do certain things he's afraid of, but he shouldn't be because he's 46 years old. You do you, dude. Again. What if he moves to, what if this works out, he moves to the U.S.? Yeah, I, I think it'll be a wake-up call. It'll be a fish-out-of-water situation for him. I don't... Again, he's 46. He's been living this life for so many years that I don't think he's going to be able to break free from it. Mm. It's not going to be like, oh, I'm in America. Well, now I'm going to forget everything I've thought and felt for decades. Not that, but just to realize that you are your own person and you no, always... No, you are thinking as someone who is not a God-fearing person. No. Yes, you are. I mean, I'm not God-fearing person. I'm I don't saying. believe that's in God. That's why you're so easily able to say, think for yourself, do what you want, because you are not a religious person. Mm. Here's someone who's been religious, so religious 
for so long, it's not easy just like, you know what, forget all that. I'm not saying stop being religious because that's all they have in common. So if he did, there would be no Misha, right? Mm-hmm. But more like, all right, like you do you. Like don't, if your parents- He is doing him. And only him. If your parents him. disapprove, well, who cares? At this stage of your life, dude, you better do you do you. Otherwise, you're going to be single forever with your penis not used. Well- his his mom, his parents, they may pass, and that will give him the freedom. When he's, what, like 70? Hey, he's gone this long. You're good What's another 30 listen, years? People can live up to 100 plus yeah. easily. All so. right, let's move on. Okay. Can we talk about Tyree? Unfortunately, yes. Tyree and the artist formerly known as Carmelo. Oh my gosh. Okay. The he's, con art the con artist formerly known as Carmela. I feel bad because he's at the farmers market with his sister. I don't think it's a farmers market. That's a street fair. I don't think it's that's farmers market. Did it? Yeah. All right. Well, I thought so too. And then they're like, uh, two bags of kettle corn. Well, I was like, I don't think that's I'm a- sure the farmers market can have any pop ups. Sure. But Dari made it sound like this is something he used to do, but ever since Carmela, he couldn't get out. So mm. he was happy that his sister came with him. And I'm like, this is so sad. Just go to the farmer's market if you want. But what's, what's sadder is his naivety. Yes. He's so naive and I hate it for him. He's, he's still not accepting that Carmela's a guy. He, I think this is a misunderstanding. It's, it's not a misunderstanding. It's a mister understanding <laughs> that goes by the name of Christian. <laughs> that's a, that's a good one. Well, thanks Teresa. You're welcome. John literally, <laughs> well, I was saying it because you, you were like doing a hands gesture to stop me from talking. Yeah, don't so step could- on, don't step on my joke, <laughs> Teresa. I'm trying to redeem myself from the opening. And all right. All right. This was a good one. This was a good one. All right. Thank but you. carry on. I'm going to carry on. Tare has a theory. <laughs> he says, he's like, well, what if Carmela is in prison and she just needed to talk to someone like a pen pal and now she's released and her husband Christian just doesn't want me to talk to her anymore. The creativity <laughs> of this man. He needs a slap. And I'm, again, I'm You're saying it You're getting very violent over there. I'm saying it with love or like throw a cold water in his face. Like he just needs to wake up. I know. He's he's seen and heard the evidence yet refuses to believe it. And Sister Lashanti has brought some more evidence today. I think Lashanti needs to get together with Neve because she seems to be doing the right thing when it comes to getting down to business and fast searching for this catfish. Doing all the right things. She she said, you know, we, we did a couple of reverse image searches. We didn't find what we were looking for, but I'm not to be deterred. I kept going afterwards when I got home and I found something. Yeah, so they sit down and Lashanti shows Tyre that Carmela is an escort living in California, literally 30 minutes from them. Yeah, and, and I am scared to, to repeat the bio on this escorts page because last time I read it, Teresa almost quit the podcast. Yes. But I'll repeat it again. I'm you th- can because you're not going to be talking about me anymore, you slut. Okay. The, the, <laughs> the, page, the, the page that accompanied Carmela's photo said, I'm a 31-year-old horny lady. Just want a guy or a girl to go down on. Satisfaction guaranteed. 
I mean, what more? Your money back guarantee? What more do you want from an escort? I mean, it's probably cheaper than going to Barbados. That's but, what I'm saying. But, it's but such a silver lining. He doesn't want to have one bang because he would get attached even more. He's, Come on. He's already attached. At least I think if he if he got off a little bit, maybe he would be less attached. No. He needs to he needs to ejaculate and clear his head, Teresa. Well, no. Like find a find a normal girl. What's wrong? Yeah, yeah. You meet up, you have a good time. He's yeah. a nice dude. He doesn't need this. All right. All right. Well, Ashanti's like, there is a phone number. Should we call it? Well, first he runs away because he's too overwhelmed. And the best part, the 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 ability for him to convince himself that reality is not real when he's just like, now this is something you need to tell your partner. You tell your partner that you're an escort. It's like, well, this isn't your part. This is not who you're talking to, Tyra. Like, you tell your partner that you're an escort living 30 <laughs> minutes from them and like being an escort in Barbados. This whole time she was 30 minutes from me being an escort. This is something you tell your partner. When you get out of prison, you tell your partner this. Oh, Tyra. So he's he's telling his sisters like this is not the type of girl I want to be with. What am I going to tell mom? I've been dating an escort this entire time. It's like, oh, sweet, sweet Tyra. Just tell mom it didn't work out and move on. Yeah. Well, okay. I'll, I'll, let me call her. Let, let's sort this thing out. Give me the number. So he calls, but nobody answers. It goes to, I don't know if it went to a voicemail or yeah. if the number didn't exist. And Tyra is like, well, maybe Christian might be her pimp. Right? <laughs> Tyra. The imagination Tyra. on this guy. Poor Tyre. So then he's like, well, all right, I'll text. So he writes, hey, I've seen your ad and you look extremely familiar. So I'm wondering if maybe we can chat. No response immediately. So he goes, let me Google the number. And he Googles it and it takes her to Him. another, takes, takes Tyre to another site. Yes. Same photos. So clearly this Carmela escort is on a couple yeah. of escort sites trying to get the most business she can. I'm pretty sure that Christian was looking for photos to steal and he got creative and went to an escort site, saw how many photos she had, mm-hmm. screenshotted all of them and that's the connection. I think you're right. I the The most curious thing to me is that this person happens to be in the neighborhood of Tyree. So did Christian need to, didn't know like, well, where should I search? So let me just, although no, because this person had the photos before they yeah, came in I, contact with I think it's Tyre. just a coincidence. It's a coincidence, huh? Yeah. Well, I will see him going to Barbados. So I can already tell that going down this rabbit hole, she may reply and be like, hey, like, we can talk for 150 if you want. Yeah. But I don't think there's going to be anything. I think he's going to go down the other route and go and meet Christian. All right. I'm here for it. Oh, me too. I'm here for it. All right. I think we need to take a quick break. Okay. When we come back, we'll talk about real love. Okay? Hopefully. We'll talk about some real love. We'll be back in a second.
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. Our bodies come in different shapes and sizes, so doesn't it make sense that our weight loss plans should too? That's the beauty of Noom. They build a personal plan that factors in dietary restrictions, medical issues, and other personal needs so your plan works for you. Noom doesn't restrict or shame when you want to treat yourself. Their flexible program focuses on progress instead of perfection. You don't have to give up carbs or anything. And with their daily lessons, you can learn something new about your food choices every day. After just a few days of using the app, I learned how to recognize cues for overeating and how to choose the right foods to feel full. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com. And check out Noom's first ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, for 100 healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available to buy now wherever books are sold. And I'm back from my scolding. <laughs> Teresa took that opportunity to yell at me even more about that opening. That's not true. Oh, is this I not just, true? I just made sure you knew I wasn't joking. She's like, I really didn't like that intro. <laughs> I was like, I know, but then it became hilarious. So I yeah. ended up loving it. All good, all good. He's paying for the nice dinner we're going to go to. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I'll use the podcast money. All right, we're back to talk about Such a slut. one of the most <laughs> one of the most heartwarming couples of the season. Hopefully. Well, well, so far, so heartwarming. Well, so far, so... What do you mean? Being in the public, sure. Oh, well, you know, you do you, but then you, at least you do each other. And that's well, heartwarming. All right, me. I have a lot to say. Let's talk about David and Sheila. David has just landed in the Philippines. They're in the cab. They're leaving the airport. David is is realizing we're not in Nebraska anymore. Yes. And here's the thing. The first time you travel abroad, you get a little culture shocked, right? But going to a country that's not similar to the U.S. in any way, right? It's not a westernized Yes, yeah, it's country. not a western. Yeah. Thank you. That's even a bigger culture shock. And he is deaf. So... You see all these scars and he's being overstimulated and you cannot hear. Yeah. I'm sure it must be hard. Yeah, the, the traffic, the motorcycles. Yeah. He was overwhelmed. But they're cuddling in the cab and David's like, I feel even more love for Sheila than I did on the video chat. So it was it was super heartwarming to me to realize, okay, and maybe, maybe, and don't take this the wrong way, there was no awkward silence that there is so many times when the American touches down in the foreign country and they get in the cab, there's this awkward silence, right? There wasn't that. There was just cuddling and I could feel the love. Well, 
Sheila, however, picked up on him being a little panicked and she thought he's upset. Sure. She, I think if she wants to make this work, she needs to learn the sign language because there's just no other way for him to communicate. I get the phone, but that's going to get old. And here's the irony of that, because you're right. She, she should learn American sign language. The irony is finally, here's a foreigner, a foreigner who speaks pretty good English, but it's, it's all for not because he can't hear. Yeah, but I'm sure she can learn. She's learning some already, which is good. Yeah, yeah. I, I do hope she learns a little bit more because yeah. it, it's just it's sad. It's like, oh, your English is really good. Yeah. But she can't he can't lip read, he can't hear. So. But that's the thing. Luckily her English is decent, so she can learn the sign language. I feel like Sure. How would you learn it if you didn't know the translation? You'd have to learn too. Yeah. yeah, and and they can still text and so yeah, there's yeah. there's communication there. But so okay. They get to this restaurant. Right. Uh, David's a little hungry. They want to eat. He he says, you know, I, I wouldn't normally eat at a restaurant like this in the States, but I'm very hungry. So I'm going to go with it. Yes. And it just wasn't up to his standards. And I, I kind of get it when you see something that's not clean. All I see is diarrhea and throwing up all night. That's me. When you see a restaurant that's not clean, okay. that's what you see? Yeah. Yeah. Diarrhea and throwing up all night? Yeah. You or, oh, yeah, got you. I thought like you like see diarrhea no, in that restaurant. No, no, no. You see why, leaving the restaurant yeah. and having caught a bug and yeah. then got it. And here's the thing. It's like I'm when we travel, I'm all for going to local places. I'm all for trying new places. Mm-hmm. But I'm also want to keep myself healthy. And it's a real thing. Sometimes you travel to a different country. They do have different water. They do sure. have different things. And you might end up shitting your pants sure. for weeks. <laughs> yeah. And so uh, I would not eat there. And I'm no. not being, I'm not being posh. I'm just being safe. If, if somebody from that country took me there and said like, this is, this place is great. I would, even if I thought like, oh, I might, I might get sick tonight. If someone co-signed it and, and vouched for it, I would. But if it was just like, well, we're really hungry, let's try this exit, and then we happened upon it, I would be a little more hesitant. No, you would not. You would not eat there. If you you took, were like worse than me. If you took me there and you said, this is the best place we have to go, I think I would. Hmm. Okay. I think I would. Look at you. Um, so open-minded. I, I try to be. David said a couple things this segment where I thought to myself, him signing it softens the critique. Mm-hmm. If he was speaking his thoughts, yeah, he would come across as posh, yeah, and a little entitled. So I think it it did him a favor that he was signing it because he when the hotel room and the restaurant yeah. I was like, if he was just your normal American guy spewing this stuff that we get so many times, we would all be like, oh my god, how entitled. Well, here's the thing: it's like he, I don't think he's ever been abroad. He's never really traveled. Obviously, he has a disability that doesn't make it that easy to yeah. travel, right? So he's used to certain things, and now you go somewhere and it's very different. But but. I, Maybe he had no, I don't know what his expectation was, but everything is different. And he's just like, he's culture shocked. I could be wrong about this, but I know when you lose one of your senses, your other senses become heightened. Yeah. So I wonder if like his sense of smell when he goes Mm. to this restaurant or or this hotel is even more of that. You walk Mm. into a restaurant sometimes or a hotel, it's not the cleanest. You're like, oh, it smells. If your sense of smells more heightened, 
you're going to think even more so. Mm. Um, but they're at this restaurant and all of a sudden he has to go to the bathroom and you see this employee try to open the door, but he's like, oh, it's broken. I think it was just very dirty. I think they didn't want it on camera. Yeah. I think he was like, nope, it's broken. Just yeah. go pee outside. <laughs> so then we, we go outside for David to pee. TLC. You mute most of his segment. Most of his segment is on mute. Not his pee. Not his solid stream. We get to hear that in 4K. Also, why did she come out with him? It was He was literally outside the restaurant. Why did the camera guy go out? Why didn't he just go outside like that? I couldn't believe that they put that on camera, full audio, just... Solid stream for yeah. 10 seconds. And he was like, I just couldn't hold it anymore, which I feel him. Yeah, we've all been there. We've all been there, yeah. I mean, I uh, usually do it in the forest, <laughs> but. Yeah, so, okay, they get their food. They go to the hotel. They check in, and we see the two beds. Yes. Classic scene this season. Yeah, two tiny beds, I was just going to say. Two tiny beds. But unlike Ricola and Megan Fox News, they're like, we got to smush these beds together. Well... I think David was regretting it immediately because when they did, there is a big dead bug. Big dead bug. And David's like, this is where he tells the camera, I booked a hotel in the Philippines. It said it'd be nice and comfortable. I think it was fake advertising. And I'm like, if he if he was just saying these things, I think we'd all judge him a little bit well, more. Well, he said it was also very cheap. So maybe that's why. Sure. I'm sure it's cheaper in the Philippines than in the U.S. But uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'm sure. So then they start eating. We learn apparently David's a loud eater. Mm-hmm, but but she, he doesn't know. Yeah, Sheila's dealing with it because she loves him. And they finish and she's like, it's time for dessert, if you know what I mean. Okay. This is disgusting. This, this, is, this, is, this is, is Okay, disgusting. first of all. Not she, the sex. She goes and changes into jean shorts she's going to sleep in. Yep. Why? Yep. Second of all, not neither of them showered. Neither David them, kept his dirty clothes on. David's in a full sweat, which I totally understand. Yeah. I, I sweat so much when I travel. The planes are always hot. The cabs, right? He's full sweat in the same exact outfit he wore on the plane to the restaurant while he's outside peeing. And then he just gets in bed. And here's why it's even worse. Because he acknowledged it. Yes, He's like, it's been three years since I banged. He didn't want to wait any, no more delays. No. I just want to bang. That was just, no, that was just nasty. Her too. Like, dude, shower. It's hot. Like, I see you sweating. I see him sweating. Like, shower. Oh my God. And let's, let's be honest here. Let's acknowledge the fact that this is a television show. Yeah. And there's production and cameras. So they weren't going to just start banging on camera. They were, sure. they were going to, they're making out a little bit. They're in bed. Then they're probably going to be like, all right, cameras get out and they're going to shut the door. But you still got in bed and started yeah. making out still full sweat, no. full airplane clothes. No. Not good. Not good. But hopefully the bang was worth it. I think so. I think we heard a little preview of the bang. Uh, yeah. On the, on the coming attractions. Yeah. I think... David will really get a big culture shock once he sees her house. Yeah, for sure. And I think he'll be very happy with the hotel because she said, was there like a hurricane or a tycoon or something? I think there was a roller coaster tycoon and and maybe a typhoon. (laughs) Typhoon, thank you. And so her house, unfortunately, is broken. So I think he'll be very appreciative of that bug. Yeah. All right. Yeah. 
Shall we move on? Let's move on to Jasmine and Gina. So, just looking for a light beer. If you want my yell, like a, <laughs> light, like a light beer. Oh, Gina. Jasmine kicked him out of the apartment after he brought up the prenup. So he's at a bar alone chatting up the cute bartender. Yes. And bar- people always say that bartenders are like psychologists. This woman? Yep. <laughs> PhD. But she opened his eyes a little more when she said, well, I understand Jasmine because for us it's not common. And what it says is that you're thinking of a divorce before you even got married. That's what she hears. It was great insight. Yes, for sure. It was great insight. I couldn't help but flash back to the first time we ever met Gino when he was going to his restaurant in Michigan, mm-hmm. picking up food. And Jasmine's like, evidence and report. Because he was talking to the yeah the waitress, like <laughs> yes. I was just thinking, oh my, God, he's at this bar chatting up this cute bartender. Mm-hmm. If Jasmine only knew. Yep. Well, Jasmine is chatting up her sister mm-hmm. at the rooftop bar. Mm-hmm. Her sister looks like she's fifteen, but I think she's maybe eighteen. I was wondering how young she well, looks. Super US, young. U.S. and it's dumb. I hate that in the U.S. the age you can drink is twenty-one because it's too late. It should be eighteen. It should be eighteen. It used to be eighteen. It should be 18 because people still drink, but they do it illegally. Yeah. And once they can do it legally, they go nuts in college. And there are all these frat parties. They drink excessively. People die. Jesus Christ. Like, let people drink at 18. By the time they get to college, they'll be like sipping on wine, being all normal because you've done it. I think the fear is, well, the age is 21 now and people start drinking at 16. If we make the age 18, they're going to start drinking at nine. It's like, no, they're not. They're still going to start drinking at 16. I still think driving at 16 is ridiculously early. And I never, I never thought of it until literally now this year when my cousins are about to drive. Yeah. And I'll see them. They're 16. They're still kids. And I'm like, Jesus Christ, like you're going to let them drive, let them drive. It's kind of crazy, but if you start working at 16, I feel like you should be able to drive to your job. No, you should not. 16 is too young. Then don't You're start working dumb. at 16. Why? Who works at 16? I did. I did too, but it was a, there was a week. I started working at 15. There was a weekend job. I worked before. I was Oh, I worked after school. I would drive to work. Really? I, I worked on the weekends at night because I had to study during the week. I was, I was uh, pumping beer. It was great. I worked at a liquor store. I worked mowing lawns, which I didn't need. Yeah, I worked at multiple bars. I was delivering my dad's newspapers on my bicycle. Yep. All right. Very heavy. That's why my back hurts, because I was carrying hundreds of newspapers in my backpack. All right. So back to Back to this. Driving, drinking. Do it all 18. It's easy. No, it's not like 16, you can do this. 18, you can do this. But you want to have a light beer, you got to wait until you're 20 fucking one. Okay, Jasmine and Liz. (laughs) Jasmine's bringing up her past relationship and how that failed and she was left with nothing. And so hearing about this prenup really set her off. And Liz is like, I would leave Gino. Yes. If if I were you. I don't think anyone, or at least I don't think Jasmine understands how prenups work. I don't think she does either. One, you could write in. Hey, if we divorce, you got to take care of yeah. me. And two, she's later going to talk about a will, which is like, I'm pretty sure you could write in the same protection yeah. that you're looking for in a will. And you guys could have both been happy. 100%. But Jasmine doesn't even allow him to talk, right? And it's like, isn't it that if they divorced and let's say she wasn't making as much money as he does, 
he would still need to make sure she lives at the same up to up to the same standards that she did with him. Yeah. And it doesn't you don't need a prenup for that. Well, uh, th- yeah, that I don't that I'm not certain I don't about. think I think yeah. it varies state by state and I guess I but like for example like I don't know how it works if she was making more money, but she made a comment multiple times that she makes more money than Gino. Well, that's the thing is I, I think Gino wasn't making any money before. Yeah. He was living off of yeah. his savings. Now he's making money. Yeah. And I think she wants a piece of that, but he wants to protect himself from having to give her that. Well, I think she realized what she did because she's like, I love Gino. I need Gino. I don't want to lose Gino. I know I mistreat him all the time. <laughs> yeah, you do. Yeah. So then she's back at the apartment. Liz is like, why do you mix in a water? You're getting hysterical. She's always hysterical. Yeah. And and they're back in the apartment and Jasmine texted Gino. She's like, I love Gino. I'm obsessed with Gino. And she's actually willing to sign the prenup. Yeah, she's she's spritzing perfume on her poo-poo nani or whatever poo-poo she nana. calls her poo-poo nana, and she's like, "Yeah, I want to. I need to smooth things over. I need to get back with Gino, my love." So she meets Gino, and Gino is like, "Oh hi, hola." hola. <laughs> <laughs> I can't get enough of them. They're so hysterical together. But so tragic. They're it so is, doomed. It is so tragic. And Jasmine's like, I want to apologize for being so mean to you and, and saying what I said. That's, that's my worst personality trait. And I think this was the moment when if she thinks back at, she's going to be very happy she stopped talking because Gina said, well, I did some thinking and I think I may forget about a prenup. Because mm. she was about to say she would mm. sign it. And Jasmine's like, Gino, I'm impressed. This is the Gino I fell in love with. Jasmine better invite that bartender to the wedding. Mm-hmm. Well, it was good for about a minute. And then Jasmine goes like, well, so would you consider a will? Um, uh, and Gino is like, what? Oh, you gotta be kidding me, Jasmine. <laughs> and she's like, well, what if you die? And I'm, I'm in the U.S. alone. <laughs> Here's the thing. We already got our catfish 90 day crossover. I could see a dateline 90 day crossover oh, and I could see Jasmine murdering Gino. I can Gino. 100% see Jasmine murdering Gino during one of her, like, not that I don't think she would necessarily plan to murder him. It's not, it's not a premeditated murder. No, I think she's going to lose her shit as she does. And I feel like every single time we see her losing her shit, it gets worse and worse. I think one day she's going to, she's just going to grab a knife and chop his penis <laughs> off. He's going to bleed out and it's going to be it. John Bobbitt. What? you never heard the John Bobbitt, Lorena no. Bobbitt? No. Oh, Teresa, how much time do we have? Is it, did someone chop someone else's penis? John- did she eat it? No, oh. no. I mean, she, well, she's probably not going to get there, but John Bobbitt, pretty sure, was cheating on Lorena Bobbitt. Okay. okay married couple, mm-hmm. the, the Bobbitts, okay. if you will. Um, Lorena Bobbitt, one night, got a little irate. Okay. Went, went, went full Jasmine. Not okay. even, she, she, she went above and beyond Jasmine. And she took a knife and chopped off John Bobbitt's Penis? penis. Jesus. Then she took the part that she chopped off, got in her car, drove, and I believe threw it out the window into a field. <laughs> okay. Now, the, the miracle of the story is that they were able to find the, the tip of the no. penis and reattach it no. to John Bobbitt's 
Are they still together? Them? They're no longer together. Um, <laughs> I think John Bobbitt went on to star in a couple uh, pornographies because who wouldn't want to? Are you serious? See that? Yeah. No, you're you're making yeah. this up. No, 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 it's a true story. True story. With his reattached penis, mm-hmm. get out of here. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! Pretty intriguing, right? This is out of control. So but I, I can, can see, see I can see Jasmine doing that Absolute, to Gino. Absolutely. Yeah. What do you do? Oh, that's not the proper equipment. Oh, no. Oh, no. I can totally see her doing that. Yeah. But like asking, listen, if you ask about a well, once you're married and you're getting that up in age or you're sick, I get that. Like that, that's unfortunately a conversation every couple needs to have eventually. Okay. Right? Sure. But not before you even get married. Yeah. She, yeah. there, there is an alternative motive here. Completely. And and how can you say with a straight face, oh, you want a prenup? You don't trust me. You're setting the tone for, for a divorce. Why are you asking about a will? You're setting the tone for me to die. Well, like This is not romantic either. But how does it work? Let's say you don't have a will and your significant other passes away. Then you get yeah. you get everything by law, don't you? Well, I think if there's family involved, if they had kids, if Gino had kids, I think maybe things would, I don't know. But he doesn't. Yeah, I don't so know. So that's the thing. I feel like by law, she would get anything regardless. I think perhaps. But he, that's the thing. He wants to do a prenup. Maybe he wants to leave something to someone else. Maybe yeah. his nephews and yeah. who knows? Who knows? Maybe, maybe uh, Marco. Maybe. Maybe Uncle Marco. Poor Gino. Who's going to get all the hats? Who's going to get all the hats? I think Jasmine would just throw them away. Yeah. yeah. All right. Shall we move on? Let's move on to Christian and Cleo. So Christian over his friend Tom's house for a little morning whiskey. I I, I like the idea of going to a friend's house for breakfast, but we don't have friends. Oh, no. No? No. That sounds like a lot of work. Does it? I mean, if whiskey's involved, sure. I, I feel like if it's at like 11... Not, I wouldn't show up at someone's house at eight. Going to someone's house for brunch? I, no, let's go meet out. I mean, you and I for sure, because you're not that we're not that social. But I would, I wouldn't mind hosting someone, doing some morning whiskey, a bloody right. mary. You know? All right. Well, Tom and I like similar things: old music, hot rods, the same women. Although we've never shared this woman, I don't understand how Tom got this woman, Jana. Tom looks like Chris from Maths if Chris started working out. I think Tom has a vibe. Like the earrings, the tunnels, the tattoos. You're just trying to get me back for that intro. No, I I, I am really oh. not. I don't understand how they shared the women because if I have to scale it, Christian is like one and Tom is maybe like five or six. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Tom's yeah. like a three or four. Uh, he's like five. Okay, maybe I'm being he's too. Five. Maybe he's yeah, five. I'm being too hard on Tom. But it was the the tank top that was screaming Chris to me. And well, the t- okay, the tank top's horrible, but they're home. Okay. So. All right. I mean, he's not the worst looking. Okay, so they're talking, they're drinking, they're like, "What's moderate drinking, anyways?" <laughs> it's like you're <laughs> drinking it. Someone, this needs an intervention. We we've had now the catfish crossover, the ninety day dateline crossover is coming. We need a ninety day intervention crossover because it's eight thirty in the morning. They're drinking whiskey. And they're like, "What's moderate drinking, well, anyways?" Well, Tom was like, "You want some Bloody Mary, which is the right drink after a night out." <laughs> and and uh, Christian's like, I mean, let me just get some whiskey straight or maybe on a couple of rocks. Yeah. Uh, you know, whiskey straight as fuck. <laughs> if I can get that whiskey straight <laughs> half. Ooh. 
Oh, Christian. Well, I like my whiskey like I like my sexual orientation. Ooh. Straight. Well, that's going to be an issue because of her his love interest, Cleo. Yeah, they start talking about Cleo. And Tom wants to know, Christian, does your family know that Cleo is trans? And they didn't. Until very recently. Yeah, because so Christian is very close with his family. He lives with his brother. And so he ended up telling some family members about Cleo being trans. Yep. Well, it's a family. You tell that, one person. Oh, my gosh. It's like a all. domino. It's going to all fall. Yeah. And so now everyone knows, but not everyone is happy about it. And people apparently make nasty comments. And what Tom says is so true because Tom says, well, they're all older generation. Like they sure. don't understand that. It's okay. You can choose who you want to be and it's fine. Like, you don't have to be nasty about it. It's not it. a crime. It's not a crime. Right, yeah. Right. Um, so, Christian is obviously a little taken back by it, but he's going, you know what? Friends are the family you choose. And I don't have to associate with the family that doesn't accept my choices. So, I'll, I'll choose you guys. Here's my thing I would say yes to, all right, my family doesn't accept this then I'm just not going to communicate with them. But the problem is that it's not going to work because he is not bisexual. He said himself he's straight. Mm -hmm. I feel so bad for Cleo because it, it's not going, to, it's just not going to work. Here's, here's why I feel bad for Cleo. Because, I, yes, I don't think it's going to work. He's going to reject her. He's already started to plant the seeds of, well, yeah. maybe let's not hold hands. Maybe let's not kiss. And it hurts enough to get rejected. It's going to hurt a lot to get rejected on television in front on of so many yes. people. And especially because it's not a surprise. It's not like, oh, he thinks he's, he's talking to a woman. He gets that. He finds out she's transgender, right? Yeah. She's been very open about it. And so I think that's even more hurtful that him saying over text messages that he's accepting her. Then he gets that and he's like, actually, I don't. Right. And for him... To say, oh, I'm straight. Oh, I kissed the man. It was horrible. It was wrong, right? Mm -hmm. What are you doing? This is so wrong on so many levels. And again, if he said, hey, I'm bisexual. I'm attracted to both. I would be like, okay, great. And it, again, fine. We have to believe what he says. He says he's straight AF. He's straight AF. But he knows what he's getting into. I don't think he does. I know. Maybe it's, it's getting more and more real as it gets closer and closer. And you can see he's starting to walk back some of the things he said, which is confusing. I'll just say this, right? And it's because um, she is not fully transitioned, right? Mm -hmm. If she was, then I would be like, okay, they can connect on all levels and see how it feels. But basically, she still has her penis. That's she hasn't point. gone through the whole whole uh, transition which is okay that's she does it on her own terms but he is not bisexual or gay so that's just not gonna work that's not yeah. something he's attracted to and i really feel bad for cleo because he's gonna put her through this oh yeah no 100 yeah. the, the the silver lining is at least she's got a couple cute cats yeah she has a couple of cats those are a couple of cute those are adorable cats, Teresa. I mean, the one is very fluffy. I do like There's that. There's two adorable cats. I like the one that's a little grumpy mm -hmm. looking. Yeah. A little bit of a grumpy cat. But going I on. hate the fact that you are being a cat person. All I, of a sudden. All of a sudden, John loves I'm an, cats. No, I don't. I'm an equal opportunity lover. If there's a cute you cat. You cannot I'm gonna, be. You have to pick. 
pick. Oh, dogs. Okay, good. If I had to, if I had to pick a species, I would say dog. But when I see a cute cat, I'm gonna say, now that's a cute cat. I mean, that cat was kind of cute. Good, very cute cat. I, I just, I don't think it can surf. So it's not as cute as the cat I saw surfing. Oh, surf. I was like, yeah. surf. <laughs> it was serving looks to that camera but, all day. I mean, yeah, it looked well groomed. I, I do very like well. that. Well, cats groom themselves. Do very, they? Very well. Yeah. They lick themselves. They're grooming. So you don't take a cat to a groomer? You can. Teresa's really coming around to cats. I don't think I am, but. Okay. I mean, my mom is also like a double, like, like you. She wants to get a cat, but my dad's like, I don't no, want because a cat. of Fluffy. I don't want a cat. I'm just saying I can admit and appreciate a cute cat. I'm not ashamed to admit it at all. I am not ashamed to admit that some cats are okay. <laughs> all right. Um, basically, that was that segment. Cleo was checking into an Airbnb that, with Christian, her cats. that Christian had booked. Yeah, I like that she said her cats keep her anxiety under yes. control because she is autistic. Yeah, Let's you do forget. For, you do forget that because yeah. because the storyline is based around her being a trans woman. Yeah, and and not the autism. Yeah, so. Yeah, you have to keep that in context as well. So then we cut back to Minnesota and Christian's packing. Tom is, is showing up at the house. He's going to drive Christian to the airport. Why is he wearing a jacket from 2015? No, 2005. I am blanking on Those the jacket. horrible jackets were popular in when I was in high school and I hated them. Was it a starter jacket? What it's like was a it? leather jacket, oh, but leather horrible. Jacket. Not, like a, right. not like a cool leather jacket that... Oh, it was a motorcycle. No, it was yeah. a motorcycle. It was like a yeah. wannabe motorcycle. Yeah, jacket. but it wasn't. That's horrible. Yeah. Drop it. Jesus. Okay. So <laughs> they end up getting to the airport. Tom's pretty surprised that Christian's having doubts. I would be surprised if, not that if he wasn't having doubts, but if he wasn't working through the reality of, oh, this is the first time I'm dating a trans woman. Yeah. Then it's like, well, then you're just ignoring the reality of the situation. Yeah. So I feel bad because uh, he said, well, my family is getting to me, which is like. Right. Well, that I don't like. Don't. Yeah. yeah. You let your son do what he wants to do. Yeah. But at the same time, that just shows that he's not ready for it. If your family can get to you by making comments, then this is going to be a disaster for Chloe. And Cleo. Okay. <laughs> I knew it. Yeah. For Cleo. And I just I just feel bad, but luckily she got her cats. Yes, exactly. All right. Shall we talk about our next cup? Yeah. So, oh my gosh, we really have everyone. We have everyone. We, we got two more. This right. next one is Riley and Violet. A sweaty Riley. Ooh, I, I feel that. Yes. I definitely feel that. Riley's he's in Vietnam. He's at the hotel. He's a little upset because he, he came all that way for Violet and now she's made plans for the day. So she calls Tiffany, his friend. He has a lot of female friends. They should just set him up with someone. Tiffany with an I-E. Tiffany. Tiffany. How's Vietnam? Did you get butterflies when you saw Aza? When you saw <laughs> Riley, did you get butterflies when you saw Aza? <laughs> so that's why he's not with Tiffany with an I-E. Well, he told her what happened and Tiffany's like, I don't understand. We don't understand it either. Don't be a wuss. Don't get caught up in the beauty or the booty. Okay? Well, he said the booty is worth it. The booty is worth it. Well, you wouldn't know, Riley. Well, he just saw it at the airport. He but, saw it. Okay, so Riley was telling her that, yeah, like, there were some signs, like, 
I gave her pearls and she wasn't really thrilled about them, which honestly, that was a shitty move on her end because she's like, oh, I don't like pearls because we have them everywhere. Sure. It's like, dude, it's it's a gift. It's the thought that counts. Exactly. Especially in this circumstance. Like never, even if you've been married for 10 years and you got a gift like that, should you be like, nah, like just be like, oh, thank you. Okay. I, I'm going to say this. Pearls is very personal. <laughs> I think you need to like pearls to wear pearls. Uh, and yeah. if you don't know someone, you don't like my personal joke. Personal? Yeah. <laughs> There's only if enough you- room for one pun, one punster on this pod. So not knowing her well and buying pearls is a little out there. Really? I think so. I feel I- like pearls is such an entry level. Oh, oh, oh. Pearls are a girl's best friend I'll after tell you diamonds. What, Michael Kors watch, she would have loved it. <laughs> so specific. For, foreigners love Michael Kors. All I'm right. telling you. Okay. I used to. I mean, I I don't mind Michael Kors, but I used to was obsessed, and then right. I bought myself Michael Kors watch, uh-huh. like cheap ones, kind of, and then I gave them to my mom because she was obsessed. Okay. And then I graduated college, and my parents bought me Michael Kors watch. I still have. Okay. The black ones. Okay. I'm telling you, that's not super, super expensive. I'm sure it was cheaper than the pearls. And she would have liked it more. Because pearls, again, very specific. Okay. All right. Well. You know why? Because I think classy women like pearls. Women who dress certain way, right? And are into certain things. Here's the. I think because pearls are not casual. Here's the positive side of this. Violet wasn't the foreigner that we've seen so many times before that was sending her Amazon wish list to Riley saying, this is what I want. He had to freestyle a little bit. He had to, to throw a dart blindly and say, maybe pearls, maybe this ring. Listen, I don't shit on it because as you said, it's a gift and it's the thought that counts. Right. So it was great. Like I love that he brought something beautiful, but I also think that, Giving someone pearls means she either had to ha- give him a hint or you, because it's it's such a personal I don't, gift. I don't think so. I'm speaking from a guy's perspective. Really? I think pearls is so like, you can't go wrong with pearls. Please don't get me pearls. You got pearl earrings from my parents that you lost, that you loved. Whoa, what, which one? Didn't you have pearl earrings that like you, we lost one in a cabinet, you can't find it? Were those pearls? No, it was silver. Oh, like oh, platinum. It was from Tiffany's. Yeah. I thought they were pearls. <laughs> no. Oh, Tiffany, they not like, with look, an IE. <laughs> that looked like they gave it to me for my graduation too, actually, for college. Okay. I got, so I got a lot of good stuff for getting educated. Yeah. But Stay they, in school, folks. <laughs> but those were like, they looked like pearls, but it was platinum. Got That's it. why I love them so got much. And I'm mad I lost one. Okay. But those were on pearls. Okay. Um. But yes, just speaking Don't from tell a, your mom. <laughs> Uh, speaking from a guy's perspective, I think pearls, they just seem so generic that it, it seems like, oh, how could I go wrong with They're this? They're not. I feel like they really, you need to like that style to appreciate pearls. I'm with you. It feels very like old lady Southern. Yeah. And listen, if you bought me pearls, I would probably wear them once here to Thanksgiving, but I just feel like for the money you spend, there are not that many occasions for myself, for example. Mm-hmm. And Violet doesn't strike me as someone who wears pearls. Okay. Well, fortunately for Violet, Riley's got other gifts like the commitment ring, but he tells Tiffany she's going to need to show me she's serious if, yes. she wa- if she wants this ring. Well, 
Let's see. He gets a call from Violet or a text that all of a sudden she changed her plans with her school and has time now, mm-hmm. which says a lot. I first thought that, oh, shit, she has a job. She's going to get out of it. I get it, right? But no, she changed plans. It's a little confusing to Very me. confusing. Because I totally thought, yes, there's no way. This seems like an important obligation yeah. she has. And she she messed up her schedule and confused days. And, oh, my God, Riley's here. And there's just no way to get out of it. But, yeah, if she could get out of it, if there was that option, she should have done that from the minute she found out that he was in town. Yeah, for sure. I also kind of felt like, well, maybe because they met at this Independence Palace, right? Yeah. It seemed like, oh, she took her kids there on a field trip or something and then stuck around. It was like, oh, the field trip ended early. Mm. Maybe you come because I'm going to because this seemed like a place you would go with kids from the school. She said the Independence Palace, she wanted to show him some history. And apparently the president lived there for 20 years during the war. Mm -hmm. It's pretty cool. Which isn't. I'm a sucker for history, so that's great. But maybe you were making a good point. Right? Yeah. It seemed like this was like where she went with her kids and then was like, well, while I'm here, let me call Riley and tell him to meet me here. Maybe. I felt bad because poor Riley got there with a towel. He's sweating, wiping his face, right? I can relate. And he's like, well, what happened? Like, why did you change your mind? And she's like, well, I realize you're staying at a hotel alone, so I should spend some time with you. Yeah. What the fuck? Like, yeah. she sucks. Yeah. She Not really great. Sucks. Yeah. And Ryan's like, well, it seems like you didn't prepare for me to be here. And she's like, well, we're here now, so let's just, like, look at some tanks. Yeah. This date was tanking. So they took a selfie with a tank and poor Riley, besides him sweating, his knees acting out. And Violet is like, do you want to sit down? He's like, no. No, I can't do it. You're like strong man. I'm like, oh, Riley. Oh, Riley. I don't think she's into him. I think she likes the idea of him, but I don't know. I think she's got, I think she's got some options. I think it seems like she's still on the app. She's talking to other. Yeah, unfortunately. Seems like he's one of a few. Yeah. I don't think she's that into him. We'll find out. We'll find out. All right. One more. One more. We have Amanda and Razvan. When, Razvan. When conference calls go wrong, Amanda is still upset that Razvan might kiss another woman in this music video. And Razvan thought, oh, it's going to be so great. I'm going to let her eavesdrop on this business call. And no. <laughs> well, it was in your language. <laughs> so. Went terribly wrong. Terribly. When you talk about someone in a different language and you keep dropping their name, it's not good. You, you would hate it. Oh, I would hate it. I absolutely hate it. If I was like talking to my parents and I feel like many times I talk to my parents and John is in the living room. So you, you hear a few words, but you know, a little bit of Czech. And I also, some words I said in English, yeah. so you can pick up another conversation if you wanted to. Yeah. But if I was like, blah, 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 John, blah, 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 John, mm-hmm. blah, 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 John. You would be like, what the fuck and then are if you I'm saying? Like, what were you guys talking about? You're like, oh, just asking. They were just asking how you were. I'd be like, that's so not true. Yeah, for sure. So, okay. I take it back. Uh, I do believe now that Rasmin is an actor and a good actor. Hmm, because he starts crying? These tears in this car ride. Well, I think he is into her, but I also think he's aware of the baggage. And I don't mean it in a bad way, but she's broken. It's not a bag. It's a box. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. <laughs> well, she she's not recovered. 
and she can say whatever but she's not and he knows it and i think he likes her but knows that that would have to be a lot and i don't think he's ready to be his dad or a stepdad either so i think there's part of him when he says well i was in a toxic marriage and then after six months and i don't want to get heartbroken again i do believe that oh i believe it too but i believe you you weren't thinking then because why would you get into a relationship with a woman whose husband died four months ago if you're like i love you so much i just i don't want to be hurt you're yeah. you're in the wrong I relationship i don't think he thought of it at all no he saw a hot girl on tiktok oh yeah and was like oh you want to fly here and bang yeah and that's the amount of thought he put but into he it. Think, I think he is realizing it all now. And it's just, I think he does like her, but it's uh, it's not going to fly. It's not going to work because he's not ready to be a stepdad. He's not ready to be there for her in this stage of her life. She's not ready either. Oh, absolutely Neither not. of them are ready. No. They're re- you're, you guys are both ready for a one night stand. Yeah. Right. I um I support Amanda in her need for some loving and, and yeah. for her need for a distraction, but don't parade around like you're you're auditioning men to step in and be yeah. a father to your children and your next husband. You're not ready for that. No. And and Rasmin is not ready either. Listen, people recover from a breakup for months. This is different. This is heartbreaking. Yeah. yeah. Like yeah, but again, I, I cannot speak for her because that's just some that's something that none of us know maybe some of us have experienced it so you guys may know how she feels but it's also very personal right yeah who knows well i don't judge her no i'm not judging her i'm just saying there's no way either of them are ready oh for yeah this. no no they're not he's not ready for what what she what comes with her and she's not ready for anything new because she's just not like look at her Crying, look at her body language, look at the way she talks about her kids. Even, it's like, what are you doing there? Forget the fact that daddy's in a box. If she was a if she was a single mom and she got divorced ten years ago, but she's got these two kids, he's not in a position to be a dad. He wants to be an influencer mm-hmm. and a singer and an actor. He oh, doesn't yeah. want to go move to the middle of nowhere yeah. in Louisiana or wherever she's living yeah. and raise a couple kids yeah. so that this relationship just doesn't work out. No, I agree. We'll see. All That's right. all they say. Well, we got to watch. We'll see. I w- mean, we got to watch, guys. Watch and see. Exactly. So that's the episode. Woo. What a Ooh. doozy. What a doozy. We started on a little rocky with that intro, Teresa. Well, that was your fault. It was my fault and I'll pay the price <laughs> of a delicious Italian dinner. Oh, yeah. Okay. In the meantime, guys, we are on Supercast. It's audio only right now. It's the Cousins Club level, the $6 level, but you will be, you'll get everything we've ever done on Patreon. It's two, yeah. 200 plus episodes of ad-free episodes, bonuses, Love in Paradise, Darcy All and Stacy, Love is Blind bonuses. So much over there you'll get as, as soon as you sign up, marriedtoreality.supercast.com. And it's super quick. I've signed up for a Supercast before, literally five, 10 seconds, and you got it on, I put it to... Apple Podcasts, but you can, I think you can get it wherever you listen to podcasts. We're also on Patreon, patreon.com slash married to reality. If you want the video, well, that's the family affair level. You also get a monthly bonus over on that yes. level. And if we, if we didn't say it enough, the other way is going to be on that, prim, that premium level. So sign up now and it's going to start in about a week, I the believe. The premium level is 
the the cousins club gets you it. The family yeah. affair will get you it yes. on Patreon. So you'll see. You can read all about it. Super yes. Supercast. Married to reality. Supercast. Com or Patreon. Com slash Married to Reality. Also links in the show notes. Yes. Uh, follow us on Instagram at Married to Reality Pod. Also make sure you're just following the podcast wherever you're listening. It's so easy to do. Just look down and smash that follow button, guys. Smash it like it's as hard. Here's the beautiful review we got from our friend Agla T. Agla T. Thank you. Thank you so much. Um, so, yeah, if you haven't left a review, please do. We love please. the love. And if you leave a five-star review, we'll read it on this podcast right here. Yes. All right. That is that. Thank you to our sponsors. Thank you to you guys for listening. I think that's it. I've said it all. I've said it all. You've said it all? I've said it all. all right, let me go treat you to a dinner. All right. All right. We'll talk, we'll talk to you guys <laughs> soon. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.